Welcome to the path. Today, we'll. I want to talk about COVID and fear. Obviously, this is a huge topic for today, especially with everything that is happening around in the world. Today, we live in odd times. As I see media stories about COVID, I read them, listen to them, this stuff that doesn't that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me logically in a lot of ways like our health department just said that if you if you are vaccinated you don't have to quarantine but if you're unvaccinated you have to quarantine for 2 weeks if you test positive for covid-19 logically i don't quite understand that because we are told that if you've had the vaccine you can still spread the virus so is this something that and it logically doesn't make sense to me so what is happening with COVID-19 everything that we've been getting has been focused on getting the unvaccinated vaccinated the media has discontinued the infection to death rate and just talks about infection now we're no longer talking about infections to the death rates just infections it's kind of a huge deal when you think about it we've entered a new era where the assumption is is that if they talk about the high infection rate then you're going to assume that there is a high death rate because that's normally how COVID has operated in the last six months to a year is that when we see a high infection rate, high death follows after it. This is all pushing to get the vac- the vaccine to the unvaccinated. Take the vaccine because, you know, it's going to save you. But there's some glaring questions, some interesting questions that we need to actually talk about that aren't being answered or tracked by the CDC by that matter. How many of the unvaccinated are first-time infections? And how many of the vaccinated are first-time infections? Right? We need the unvaccinated and the vaccinated, and we need first and second-time infection numbers. They're not being tracked. As far as I can tell, the CDC just doesn't care to want to track them in any sort of manner. And this causes a problem, right? Because they're saying, you need to take the vaccine. But in 2020, we were given... I don't know how to put it. We were given a... Well, information that reinfection is incredibly rare. Now the question is, is... How rare is that reinfection? Is it happening on a daily basis or a more frequent basis than we have actually thought? But I I don't, this might get a little tinfoily, but I don't think the government really wants that out, that information to actually get out truthfully, because their whole goal is to push this vaccine, right? Like, 
what does a synthetic spike protein do for me if my body already knows how to combat COVID-19 with the real spike protein from the SARS-CoV-2 virus? This is the problem that the government and the media is actually running into, is this inconsistency on information and this disinformation, right? But the government says that if you don't support vaccines, then you are actively believing in disinformation and misinformation, right? Like my work is having a a class that's supposed to demystify the disinformation around the COVID-19 vaccine because they believe people who refuse the COVID vaccine is doing so under the opposite, under the under the idea of disinformation, right? They're, they're refusing it because they were given disinformation, right? And all we have to do is educate them. But what happens if the education that they're trying to give is incoherent, contradictory, and all around just a problem, right? I can guarantee you that they can't answer some of the bigger questions that I have about COVID-19, Right. How many of the unvaccinated are first time infections? How many of the unvaccinated are second time infections? But they don't want that information to actually get out, I guess. Or the CDC is flat out just not tracking it at this. Yeah, I've went and looked at their website. They're just flat out not tracking it. But that would hurt the narrative of the vaccine. Get the vaccine to protect people. But the unvaccinated is the reason why people are getting COVID-19, even though we've been told that vaccinated people are spreading this. This is important to talk about at this time because the fear in all of this is that they're going to take away your job. They're going to stop you from going to restaurants and events. They're basically going to segregate you from everything. If you're unvaccinated, you know, New York is implementing vaccine passports. California is talking about vaccine passports. France has vaccine passports. There's a video of French cops going to cafes and carding people for vaccination status, right? It's Orwellian in nature when you think about it. But this fear, this fear that you're going to die or that death is is coming to knock on your door because you're unvaccinated. You know, they told us that 99% of all the deaths in the United States are unvaccinated. Yeah, that's true, but the rolling death numbers have been the lowest since this thing has started. We're sitting at like 300, maybe 250, you know. That's about six or seven people per state. Right now, as it stands, COVID in 2021, September, is less deadly than Alzheimer's. The estimation for deaths from the flu, car accidents, and various other places, right? We're seeing a we're seeing a high infection rate, that's very much true. And we're also seeing a high recovery rate. One thing we never hear about is therapeutics or 
we hear the media demonize therapeutics, right? They hit Trump over the head with it, with um, therapeutics when he suggested certain medications would help you get over COVID. And the media just went hog wild with it. You know, people are going to start drinking what, what, tank oil, tank cleaner, I think it was, fish tank cleaner. They're going to start cleaning, they're going to start drinking fish tank cleaner because, yeah, I... It doesn't make sense. But this fear of this segregation is a very real thing. Like, what do you do if you show up at work one day and you're unvaccinated and your boss says you're fired? Or, say, I read an article where, they, where they're saying that they want to actually increase insurance or make services more expensive for unvaccinated in correlation to vaccinated where they won't have any price hike ups. So they want to deny you services because of your vaccination status. They want to say you can't go to the restaurant, you can't go to the grocery store, the movies or events. And oh yeah, at work, you're going to have to pay more for health insurance. You're going to have to pay more for, for certain services that we offer because you're unvaccinated. This weird strong-arming extortion ring is pretty pathetic, and it's reminiscent of a dictatorship, quite honestly. You know, what's next? Well, what are they going to do to people who continuously refuse the vaccine are they gonna do what the affordable care act did and do tax penalties for every month that you're not vaccinated because the affordable care act did that i don't think it would fly in the supreme court this time around but you know it's a possibility because it has been done in the past We we don't have us we Christians don't have a spirit of fear. It's not I'm not scared of this virus. I'm not scared of this. Whatever this is, right? I've already had COVID nineteen, by the way. And I'm not going to get the vaccine because I've had COVID nineteen and I don't understand how a synthetic spike pro can protein can make me doubly immune to a virus when I've already have immunity. But we never hear about natural immunity or if they bring up natural immunity, they always downplay it and kind of push it into you getting the vaccine. Like every all the information, all the studies is geared towards people getting the vaccine. On the other side this we have to kind of talk about kind of a moral issue here, right? We are, we are talking about segregation. You know, the old adage comes to mind, if we don't learn from history, we are destined to repeat history, right? We went through an entire era of Jim Crow segregation. You know, a white drinking fountain, black drinking fountain, separated blacks and whites on buses, Right. So morally, people want to say, well, businesses can fire you 
based off your vaccination status or make it a requirement of of you to be vaccinated in order to work there which is fine that's the business's prerogative but in the grand scheme of things from a moral standpoint we are talking about an entire group of people that we are saying you can't go to the grocery store you can't go to events we are going to withhold services from you or make you pay for more services make you pay more for those services if you're unvaccinated to get you vaccinated right they're strong arming people so morally is that a correct thing to do for our nation to strong arm an entire group of unvaccinated people with the intent to force them into getting a vaccine because from experience with the affordable care act right like i never bought insurance during the affordable care act i'm a single person i do not have a family but for those people who have families who need the job who need to support their their people who need to put food on the table who need to to bring home the bacon so to speak they're they're under a lot more pressure right who's going to feed their kids the government the local church food banks like how reliant do they want you on the system and the system's getting ready to collapse Right? We can't just keep spending and spending and spending money in hopes that our woes will go away. Because they won't. We'll just get a bigger debt. Put our children at risk. And our, their grandchildren at risk. Right? So, morally speaking, we know that segregation is a bad thing. We know segregation isn't a good thing. By any stretch of the imagination. So, have we entered a new era in our public square where morality doesn't matter anymore morally speaking this is a really aber really bad morally speaking you're going to deny services to people based off of vaccination status you're going to have them pay more for certain services based off vaccine status you're threatening jobs over vaccine status you're basically saying you cannot be a person that produces a paycheck in this country unless you're vaccinated. Is that morally correct? Right. And there's a fear there because the fear is, is that it is morally correct to do that, to take people's jobs away and livelihoods away so they can, what, become homeless and not be able to feed their family or and put money in their bank account to support themselves you're making an entire community reliant on something you know whether that is the government or the community an entire group of people are going to be reliant on something who knows what that something is and we can say it's going to be the government you know food stamps for the unvaccinated right just think about the, the DoorDash and stuff like that. Like, you're going to be paying more for DoorDash, probably. Because you're unvaccinated. You can't go to the grocery store, so you need somebody to do your grocery shopping for you. 
Right. They're, they basically want to make you a non-person, shove you in the corner, and tell you to shut up until you take the poke. Most people will cave and take the poke if that means they can keep food on the table for their family, buy presents for their kids during Christmas, etc. Right? And that's no fault of theirs. They've got a family to look after, right? It's like you can't, they can't go out during the Affordable Care Act, they couldn't go without health insurance for their family. So they had to pay those exorbitant prices for health insurance, right? Like, I still don't know what happened to the penalties I paid for all those years that I didn't have insurance and just magically disappeared into the IRS, I guess. I mean, when you have the amount of distrust that you have in the government right now, with the amount of contradictory disinformation coming out of the media and the government and this idea that they're going to force you to take a vaccine or take avenues to persuade people to take a vaccine, right? People aren't going to want to take it if that is the case. People aren't going to want to roll up the sleeve and take a poke, Especially when there are glaring questions about the data that aren't being answered. Like I said, all of this is to, is geared towards getting the unvaccinated vaccinated, right? There, there's un, a few on a few sides of this. I find it interesting because they're pointing fingers at the unvaccinated and saying you're the cause for all the deaths that are happening. You're the cause for all the infections that are happening because you're unvaccinated, right? And yet the vaccinated people are, are getting COVID, but they're getting it at less worse, I guess. That's what the vaccine does for you. It gets it. You get to have COVID that isn't going to send you to the hospital, I guess, because we don't know what an unvaccinated person looks like for their second infection it's not talked about are they landing into the hospital who knows there's a whole lot of data that doesn't make sense so is this morally correct we know that it's not. We know that when you take freedom away, the government doesn't necessarily give it back. And we know that once you take access away, it's very hard to get access back. Right? Once you take certain things away, it's hard to give them back because people don't want to give them back. They want you to remember that you have to have this thing in order to live. They're fear mongers at worst, you know, and liars at best, which isn't a good combination to be in. We, we have a lot of issues around this vaccine, right? 
where's the ethical oversight for this vaccine? The FDA approved this vaccine in record time. It was like, what, six months? Less than six months? I, I do question that since it does take 10 years for a vaccine to get approved. Did, did they look at all of the data, right? Like, the whole point of the government approving the vaccine was to get people to take the vaccine, right? So the question is, is did they really look at the data of the vaccine in a critical way? And it's very hard to make that case when you do it in like six months. And there's holes in the data anyways. They want you injected with this thing, but they're not willing to take the time to actively study it properly and make sure that it is actively safe for people. We are still finding side effects or hearing of side effects. Most people will tell you that if you hear a side effect, it's most likely disinformation, right? Like if you have teenagers or children, I'd be very wary of giving them the vaccine right now i'm not i've heard stories i would question giving my children if i had children i'd question giving it to them i've heard stories of boys teenage boys their hearts swelling up right we have blood clots and we have all, if you go and you look on the, uh, the vaccine reporting website for possible side effects, I think they're up to like 11,000 dead people from the vaccine on that website and a host of other side effects that quite honestly, I don't think the FDA could have really honestly, truthfully in investigated properly if they took the time right like at least give us a year two years for the fda approval you know maybe cut the 10 years in half and do it for five but they did it in less than a year they gave approval to get people vaccinated that's the point here the fear is is that if you're not vaccinated you're going to get covid and die and if you're unvaccinated you're spreading covid and killing people, right? They want to scare you into it. They want to, they are purposefully obfuscating data, lying, and giving incoherent explanations on things. I don't know how many times I've heard Dr. Fauci talk about masks and be inconsistent about masks, even though masks don't work all that much. Yeah. You can push fear to a point, and that point with the fear is that everybody has a breaking point in this nation, right? You want to cage people up. You want to push them down. You're actively segregating them because you think it's a correct moral right decision to do. People aren't going to stand for it forever, or maybe they will. I mean, we live in strange times. Maybe they like having a boot on their neck. Maybe they like having vaccine passports. Maybe they watched George Orwell a little too many times and they actually liked it to the point of they wanted to be 
the uh, government in that situation and not the revolutionary fighting against it. But that's the trap, isn't it? You get trapped in this weird space. If you're unvaccinated, then you're killing people and you don't you don't like vaccines and that you're living in disinformation and misinformation and all of this swirling crazy storm over everybody's head because they want to keep you mixed up and afraid. I know people who are scared of this thing. And they don't understand why I'm not scared of this thing. I'm not scared of this thing because I've had COVID. I know what it's like. And I had it very mildly. But that doesn't mean that you're going to have it mildly. That doesn't mean that you're not going to end up in the hospital. But you have a choice. You have a choice to get vaccinated. And if you don't want to get vaccinated, that's fine. And if you do, that's fine too. It doesn't really matter. That is your personal choice. For whatever reason, it does not matter. It is your choice to get vaccinated. Nobody can force it into you, right? I used this analogy the other day. If rape is a criminal act of forcing yourself on somebody against their will, would mandating vaccinations be as bad? Because they're forcing people to take a vaccine through indirect means. They're being manipulative in the way that they're doing it. So they want to manipulate and control you and cut off your avenues in order to get you to take a vaccine. So would that be a rape in some way? Because the fear is is that at some point they're just going to hold you down and give you a shot. Right? That is the fear. That they're just going to hold you down, give you a shot, and tell you, hey, good for you, you're vaccinated. That's the fear. On top of all of this other fear that is flying around about losing jobs over vaccination status and and losing everything to the fact that you're not vaccinated. You can't go to work, can't go to the the restaurant, can't go to the movies, can't go to live events unless you're vaccinated. Right? There's even talk about the NFL doing segregation. Uh, vaccinated and unvaccinated seating, right? Makes no sense. You know, if you have a choice to get vaccinated, then get vaccinated. If you have a choice to not get vaccinated, then don't get vaccinated. It's your choice. That's the point. And they want to erode all of those choices away. It's kind of what the Affordable Care Act did, right? They give you the illusion of choice. They say, you didn't have a choice to buy health insurance, right? You didn't have a choice to say, I don't want to buy it. Because the government was going to get its pound of flesh, whether you paid monthly rates for the health insurance or you paid it all at once at the end of the year in the form of penalties. The government was going to get their due. They gave you the illusion of choice, right? It wasn't... Should I get it or shouldn't I get it? It was get it and then you get to choose what kind of plan you want, right? The choice was just moved to a different place, right? And this is what I see 
this is what I see where this is heading with the COVID-19 virus, um, a COVID-19 vaccine with this, this interesting dilemma that we have right now. They're going to be, they're going to erode all the avenues to say no, right? And then they're going to start talking about penalties and they're going to start, start talking about more strict ideologies around the vaccine and then we're going to start to see penalties for unvaccinated people maybe who knows that could happen but it might you might be waking up to at the end of the year you're all, you're having to pay the government for being unvaccinated so essentially you're paying to live in the country you're born in Right, you're not getting any any refunds. That could be a real possibility. But the interesting thing here is that the left doesn't see this as a freedom issue. They see this as something else. And I don't understand the left in all of this, right? Like they're actively advocating for segregation. They're actively advocating for this type of stuff. It doesn't make sense to me. Most of the time, most liberals who are, a lot of liberals actually just spout out what they hear on the news. They don't actively think about what they're, they're doing in a lot of ways or what they're speaking of. Anyways, those are my ramblings. Next week, we're going to probably talk about Psalms 1. So stick around for that. Maybe Psalms 2. Um, I have a really controversial idea about... about uh, the government being kind of the Pharisees. And... Um, because if you think about it in this, in this light, when Jesus was... Was on trial with the Pharisees. All the Pharisees gave false testimony to Jesus to get him crucified. They all pointed fingers at Jesus and said, gave false testimony. Even to, to Pilate, they gave false testimony. Pilate knew that he was innocent. Here, here's the here's the kind of catch-all. Was that wasn't morally correct to do that. The Pharisees were not being morally correct to do that, but they did it anyways. So, when I look at, say, the government, and they're giving a, out they're giving out false information or contradicting information, same with the media, what am I supposed to do there? Are we just supposed to shut up and take the shot? Are we to just roll over and be like, oh, you're correct. I must be wrong. Forgive me for questioning anything. Right? Because I don't find it morally correct for what is happening right now. I don't, it doesn't make sense to me from a moral standpoint. You're basically talking about destroying people's lives. And that's the, that's the fear. You know, they want to use the fear to control you with... They want to give you the fear of the destruction of your life. But at the end 
of the day, who knows what might happen. Maybe next week they will stop talking about mandated vaccinations. I doubt it. Anywho, I hope you guys have a good day, night or evening, at whatever time you're listening to this. 